2: Are we ready for this? Bring us in. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Conspiracy Playtime Podcast, podcast where we play with ideas that might get you and me canceled or maybe put on a, uh, a list for some federal agent background check propaganda, raid your house, kill your dog and your wife list. Hopefully not. Hopefully you can just listen to this in peace and not be disturbed by the government. But... No guarantees, proceed at your own caution, okay? We do not take any liability for whether or not you get raided by the FBI for listening to this episode. That's quite a disclaimer. It's a disclaimer, all right. Yeah, that's right, because you know what? We just, there's no guarantees in this world except death and taxes. So we're doing a October 24th edition of
3: Takes on the Mockingbird today. And for our starting story, it might seem like we're beating a dead horse here. It's always Facebook and vaccines (laughs) lately. And I really didn't want to do the Facebook story, but it compelled me to no ends. And I think that'll be more like our third one. I'm going to open up with an update from our favorite daily edition news podcast from National Propaganda Radio, Up First. And it's one that they actually released yesterday. On Saturday, October 23rd.
0: It's been a head-spinning month for vaccine news, and October isn't even over yet.
3: Federal science advisors reviewed data on booster shots for the Moderna and Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccines,
0: and those are now officially authorized. Now, officials are considering Pfizer's application to give a lower dose of its vaccine to children as young as five years old. Here to talk us through all of this is NPR health policy correspondent, Selena Simmons-Deffen. Thanks for joining us, Selena. Hi, good morning. So, Selena, let's start with reviewing the booster news this week. Who can and should
1: get what? Well, there's a whole lot of flexibility for people. If you got a Johnson & Johnson vaccine, you're clear to get a booster shot of whichever flavor you wish. Mm. Actually switching to either Moderna or Pfizer might give you extra protection. And if you originally got Pfizer or Moderna shots and you're over 65 or you have a health or work reason why you may be especially at risk, you can get a booster, too.
0: Got it. Okay. And so now that boosters are sorted out, uh, these federal scientists aren't really relaxing at this point, are they?
1: No, they are not. Uh, We are jumping right into another vaccine palooza here. This time it's all about Pfizer's smaller dose vaccine for kids age 5 to 11. So the first meeting on that is scheduled for Tuesday, but we've already gotten a peek into what's gonna happen because yesterday FDA posted on its website Pfizer's application with all of its data and the agency's analysis, its briefing document, which came out last night. Uh Aha, okay, and what did those documents show? Well, Pfizer's data shows that its vaccine is 90.7% effective against symptomatic COVID-19, and that's from a study of over 2,000 children in the age group of 5 to 11, and there were no serious safety concerns, no cases of myocarditis, for instance, although it may be because the study size wasn't big enough to pick that up. <laughs> Pfizer made the case that vaccinating wouldn't just prevent cases of hospitalizations in this group. It should also help curb transmission in the barter community and reduce disruptions to school. And the FDA brief said that. The benefit of this vaccine is going to depend a lot on where the pandemic is going. So if there's a lot of spread, it would have a big benefit, whereas if the pandemic is kind of winding down anyway, it's a little less clear. But the analysis concluded that even if there isn't much spread, the benefits of vaccinating this age group may still outweigh the risks. And that's what advisors are going to discuss and vote on on Tuesday. I got it. So so if all does go
0: as expected and this is approved, moves forward, when might kids actually
1: get shots? Okay, so here is the process. The FDA advisory panel I just talked about meets and votes. The FDA then has to grant emergency use authorization, and then the CDC weighs in. So the final step, the CDC director giving the thumbs up, wouldn't happen until November 2nd or 3rd at the earliest. And then, of course, it'll take a couple days to get those shots rolled out. Yeah,
0: but but ahead of the Thanksgiving holidays, which I imagine some parents would certainly be relieved to hear. um, For sure. That being said, though, Selena, is the country ready for this vaccine rollout. You know, I'm thinking back to the original vaccine rollout that really candidly was chaotic in parts of the country.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, experts in this case say there is going to be plenty of supply, which is a good start. Um, Claire Hannon, who runs the Association of Immunization Managers, says she thinks everyone is pretty well prepared here, but there are some differences in this rollout.
3: The vaccine for 5 to 11-year-olds is one-third of the adult dose, It'll visually look different. It has an orange cap and an orange striped label, and it's packaged in smaller packages.
1: She says that is so pediatricians can get a few hundred doses at a time instead of a thousand, and they'll be able to keep it in the fridge for 10 weeks. They won't need ultra-cold freezers like providers did at the Mm. beginning. But then there's the question of, will parents want to get their kids vaccinated? What will demand be like? A lot of questions to dig into, and we'll be covering all of it. All right, that's NPR's Selena. Damn right you and will Stephan. be. Selena,
0: thanks so much.
1: Thank you.
3: There's a lot to unpack in there. Uh, yeah. First made me all, sick: the fucking glee of that reporter when she brought on, she was like, <gasps> what are we going to talk about today with the vaccine update? It's like she's just about to eat some candy or something. The use of the term vaccine palooza.
2: Like, what the fuck? This is a news network. But the game show, and you get to take your pick. It's been a wild
3: month, they say, and man, we're... I think you said as soon as, like, the new moon. I was saying by the end of October. I mean, its it looks like it's going to be... For boosters, it kind of sounds like right now anybody who's got the shot can get boosters, and you can mix and match however you like. And they are really transparently even trying to phase out J&J. Yeah, I mean, they're saying how ineffective it is. It's better. You have better chances of boosting your immunity by switching to one of the other two, the the mRNA ones. Notice these uh, these last few NPR stories about the vaccines. I don't hear anything about what's going on overseas with like uh, BioNTech and then the Russian one. It was like the same name as their satellite. It was like Sputnik or some shit. Oh, I didn't know that. Maybe I dreamt it, <laughs> yeah, what are your thoughts on
2: all that? bullshit? shit? uh, it's scary that kids are gonna be getting this, uh, but man, it's got orange tags on it. they're smaller, and it's only thirty three point three 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 percent of the dose, right?
3: yeah, I guess so, I don't know, well, it just makes me nervous, and what did the, they they didn't mention. So it's Pfizer, right? It's Pfizer that's doing this.
2: I think so, yeah. They don't
3: say anything about it being a double. Like a two-shot process? That's a good point. I didn't hear that. They didn't mention it. It's just this first dose is a third of the regular dose. And then other than that, but also they can refrigerate it for weeks at a time because it's smaller? That doesn't make sense to to me. Also, maybe that's not the reason, but they didn't give one.
2: What makes me nervous is that is a school nursing station going to make these kids get it without their parents' consent? Well, there's I've heard rumors about there's that states kind of that
3: had like bills. Washington, D.C. was, and that's not a state, as we established in our last episode. Uh-huh. But um, L.A. County, I believe, <clears throat> was pushing for that. But I know for sure that
2: it passed early on
3: that the public schools had to say on whether your kids got vaccinated without having to notify the parents
2: and also if this gets fully approved then how many schools are going to make it a requirement for these kids in order to go and then you have a situation of what's going to happen to these kids that i mean there's going to have to be new schools brought up i mean certainly private institutions i'm sure private schools are not going to institute this unless they're fully on board but you're going to see the dismantling of public schools i think from people who don't want to play this game.
3: So this is what I was talking about, and this is from July 2021. These these were lawsuits filed against the thing we were just talking about, it looks like. So in Washington, D.C., um, they talk about the HPV vaccine. So it wasn't really just geared towards <laughs> the COVID vaccine. It's pretty much whatever the fuck they want to put in you. Right. Washington Post... Of course, they don't have any kind of leaning politically.
2: If you are a parent and you think you're going to get your kid vaccinated from 5 to 11, you're crazy. But that's just my opinion. I think it's
3: a good idea. I think they should get three each. Make that solid ritual. I think the thing that
2: concerns me, and I I haven't watched this, but somebody was mentioning... I was watching they were talking about the graphene What is that called? The graphene something or other that's in the Vaccine Something uh, Graphene Oxide Nanoparticles and when it's exposed to radiation It goes Crazy uh, Of course the fact checkers are gonna Oh look at that Reuters Fact, fact checking us here
0: um, Hey
2: we were just looking at you Earlier don't, don't talk shit Apparently, graphine, graphene oxide is a, a main ingredient in COVID shots, according to some hearsay. There's a video somewhere of graphene oxide under radiation, like, you know, 5G radiation, and apparently it goes kind of crazy. Well, it
3: reminded me of this thing that I heard. Looks like it was the first that Newsweek put it out, but Moderna vaccine recall over stainless steel contamination caused by human error. Oh. So there was chunks of metal in Japan. And you know what? Good for them. Their quality controls on par. They were also the ones who sent back a bunch of fucking... That's uh, right. Uh, food. I don't remember what it was. Alfalfa or potatoes or something. We shipped over there that was grown in Oregon, and they spotted GMO. Oh. Tur- turned it around. Wow. So anyway, that's off point, but
2: Japan actually had Moderna recall. Speaking of recalls, how many other places are recalling a bunch of different vaccines? I've been seeing articles left and right, but Pfizer doesn't have myocarditis as a side effect. I, don't, I
3: haven't seen it in the news whenever oh. I see these countries stopping it, it's Moderna.